Welcome to the Jacksonaz Church Podcast. This is a podcast designed to give you an inside look into the ministries and the people of Jacksonaz Church in Jackson, Michigan. Let's get started. Welcome to the Jackson Has Church Podcast. My name is James. I'm happy to be back with you hosting again. Uh, we have today in what I like to call the studio, even though it's just a room in our office area, uh, we have uh, Pastor Crystal, our kids and family pastor. Hey. Thanks for being back, Crystal. We have Pastor Bryce, our lead pastor. Hello. Hello. And uh, Josh Guy, Pastor Josh, our worship pastor. Hola. Hola. Josh is bilingual. Nobody even knew. Um, We are here today to talk about uh, a special uh, weekend that we have coming up called the Becoming More Weekend. And so to set the stage for that, I'm going to have Bryce uh, just share a a little bit, kind of like a, we've been talking about this in church, but like a a summarized version or condensed version of uh, what is becoming more and why are we doing a weekend? you know, kind of built around it. Yeah. So becoming more is the uh, vision that I feel like God's been working on my heart about for our church. Um, essentially, maybe in a nutshell, it's in a world bent on doing, God starts with being. So mm-hmm. who are you becoming? Mm-hmm. Um, and we believe uh, as Jesus followers, we want to become more like our rabbi, our teacher, mm-hmm. Jesus. Mm-hmm. And that's what a disciple is all about. And so we want to become more like Jesus. And that doesn't that doesn't happen through all kinds of... There is effort mm-hmm. to it, but the becoming more like Jesus is not something that is, again, bent on doing. Um, the doing that we do, do is... You said do. Yeah, I, know, I, know, I, know, I, know. I always leave a space. I leave a space. But uh, it's making space. It's making yeah. space to remain. It's making space to show up and be with Jesus. And then his spirit does the work of transforming us into his image and becoming more like him. And that is a lifelong mm-hmm. process and journey. None of us ever arrive. There's never a... Uh, you know what? I am completely faithful now, and mm-hmm. I am completely complete, and I'm completely generous. It's it's an ongoing, all of life kind of thing, and it's never I have arrived um, until we look Jesus face to face, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, I, I think that anything we do as a church flows from who we are becoming. And so any of the other activities that go on that we do um, as we actively reach into our community, um, that happens as a result of the overflow of what, of who we're becoming, you know? And so, so yeah, the coming more weekend just took on that name because it's really something we're honing in on and focusing on um, right now and in the coming days and weeks and hopefully years of our church. Awesome. So where did the idea of having a weekend uh, focused on becoming more. Where did that idea originate? I think Josh had something to do with it, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, well, we've gotten into the kind of a routine of doing as a church, like an all church night of worship, uh, at the end of every other month, basically. So, um, so we are, we, I knew, I mean, this is back last spring. Um, 
but we had one planned in October and uh, throughout my uh, throughout my time in church, um, we used to do revival services at the church I worked at prior to Jack's Naz. Um, and then we did uh, we did one revival service when I was a teenager at the church that I grew up at. And um, those were really kind of, those were cool moments as a church. Um, there, It's kind of a, rev, it's a revival service, so to speak. But, um, but that's kind of an old school approach. Uh, it's something that uh, people used to do all the time. Even a lot of churches still do revival services and, and whatnot. But um, let me hit the pause button yeah. on that real quick. Um, so for people who maybe aren't familiar, like I grew up in church, but I had never heard of revival services until I started coming to church here. Mm-hmm. Um, not that we've had one in my 18 plus years attending here. Um, but I like people are talking about revival services. I didn't even know what they were talking about. Um, we like just kind of explain maybe what a sort of typical revival service or week or weekend might include. Yes. Yeah, so it's generally speaking, it's, uh, and, and every church is different, you know, every goal is different, I guess with it, but a revival service is generally a mo a weekend or a week in some cases where, uh, there's really a big focus into, developing in your relationship with Christ. You know, a lot of what we do is for the non-believer. And this is something that I think a non-believer um, could come to and really encounter God in a, in a great way. But uh, these services are generally speaking all about developing in your relationship with Christ, rekindling that fire that that you have with the Holy Spirit. And, uh, and so that's kind of what it is that was impactful in my life. Uh, it's a big um, one moment in particular was a big part of my story with that. And so I thought, uh, man, what if we did, you know, just some services along with that night of worship that um, just kind of correlated and became a whole weekend thing. And so that's, that's kind of it. Um, awesome. Awesome. So what, uh, what types of things, multiple services, and we'll get into like the, the details at the end of the episode, but it's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, what uh, kind of elements will be included in those days uh, to help accomplish the goal that that Josh just described in in connecting to what Bryce kicked us off with? Yeah, so Josh and his is and his team, you know, uh, they put together an order of service with different songs. Uh, you know, a typical service might include three or four songs normally, but, uh, this might have more like, I don't know, five songs and maybe a more extended, we woven together mm-hmm. worship set through music. Um, it maybe feel like a mini kind of night of worship, uh, feel to it. Um, and for those who, for those who haven't been in a night of worship, it's, uh, Josh's Josh has used the word transcendent before. We mm-hmm. want an ex- an experience with God, a connection with God that goes beyond maybe a mere Sunday morning experience, you know, something that's immersive. So, yeah, so there will be some of that. There will be music. There will be um, some prayer time at the beginning. So we're saying, like, right when, whether it's 30 minutes before or five minutes before you walk into the sanctuary, whenever you step over the threshold of that door, we want the sanctuary to be a place of prayer and and preparation. So, God, what do you want to do in me through this special service. Um, and so there'll be prayer, music, um, a message, not from anybody on our staff, but we're bringing in uh, a special speaker. His name's Mark Fuller. 
and he's pastored many different churches. Um, he is really a leader to other pastors at this point in his life and travels and speaks. And just a great man, loves the Lord, uh, and it just he he's gonna he's gonna speak every one of those services um, to us as well. So, and I think there might be some extended response time. I think that's what I've seen. My experience with revival services growing up, and maybe Josh years as well. Like it's it's there's usually some more space carved out to be able to respond and to be able to say right now, this is what God's doing in me. And I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to make a decision or I'm going to, mm. I'm going to take a step today that maybe I would have just walked out and not done anything about on a typical Sunday service, but we've carved out this space. Let's utilize it. You know, it's become more. Awesome. Awesome. So it's not just adults, lest we think that this is only for adults. Uh, the the services that take place over these weekends will be in the sanctuary in teens, uh, middle schoolers, high schoolers, and adults are all invited to participate in those services in the sanctuary. But that doesn't mean that there's nothing for kids. And so we've got Crystal here to uh, let us know like what our plans are for kids and uh, the volunteer team that typically covers when we have special events like Christmas Eve and Easter and some other special things. So Crystal, what are the plans for becoming more for our kids? Yeah, yeah. We're, we always say around here that we believe kids can do big things for God right now. Mm-hmm. So we're going to take the same themes that we're working on in, with the adults and in their service and just move them into Kid City, specifically Kid City age. Um, I'll talk about that first. We will also have child care and bright beginnings as well available, but specific to Kid City, um, just like Pastor Bryce has reached out to someone that he really looks up to and admires and and wants um, to guide the adults in in that way. I've also reached out to someone that um, I've mentored for a little while, and she actually is a children's pastor with Found Church. Mm -hmm. Her name is Amity, and she is awesome. If you haven't met Amity, she is a ball of fire. Um, She bounces everywhere she goes, and I love her so much, and she loves Jesus, and she has a really creative flair to her that she'll um, really communicate with the kids in a really fun way. Does Does that sound familiar to anybody who knows Crystal? <laughs> I told you I mentored her. A ball of a ball of fire and right, creative energy and right. that's yeah. what, I don't know. That's what our kids need, I think. Yeah. They might just Yeah, no, it's great. So um I was really looking for someone who could um translate that. So she has a lot of creative ideas for that night, a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Think kids, you and I might, you know, connect over coffee. I always say this. Kids connect through game and through play and mm-hmm. through questions and through exploring. So we're gonna have that. Um, on sat- on Friday night and Saturday night. Sunday night in Kid City will be a bit different. We are inviting them to join the adults because of the different elements. Um, did we mention baptisms yet? Not yet. Okay. So I don't it. want to jump the gun. No, but, go for um, it. Anytime that we engage our church community in baptisms or invite them, it is a big passion of mine for mm-hmm. our kids to be present. I want them to be asking their parents questions. I want them to say, why are they doing that? And I want parents to have, you know, a whisper conversation with them mm-hmm. um, right in the middle of other people's baptisms and explain to them what's going on. Explain to them that these people have committed their life to Jesus and they want to tell our church family and friends about it and, 
you know, have you ever thought about that? Or mm-hmm. anyway, it just opens up beautiful questions for families to have. And I don't want our kids to miss it. Mm-hmm. So our kids, city kids will be invited to be a part of the worship service that Sunday night. Mm-hmm. So again, they'll have their own service on Friday and on Saturday on Sunday, they'll be invited and please, please, please don't hesitate to bring them. I mean, I really, really, really want our kids to be a part of that service. I'm Sunday not- morning, they'll be together yes. uh, in Kid City. Yep. Sunday night is specifically what you're talking about. Yes. Thank yeah. you for clarifying yeah. that. Yep. yep. I will be there with them on Sunday morning um, and we'll continue the conversations that are happening in the adult service. Now with our younger kids, the bright beginning age, we will provide child care for all the services mm-hmm. that are offered. And um, in terms of who is going to be in there besides Amity, we, it is our heart's desire to get our regular volunteers that typically serve us on special occasions or on Sunday mornings. Uh, we have a huge volunteer basis that are so like um, just giving of themselves. I've specifically asked them not to volunteer because mm-hmm. we want them to be a part of this becoming more uh, weekend. Mm-hmm. So we are hiring out um, some college students from SAU that we know, and we're asking them to come and serve those students. I think that's such a cool move. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for doing that. Yeah. That's, I love it. I love yeah. it. What a gift to your volunteers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We want them there. And on Sunday night is amity going to be in bright beginnings i heard that might be happening yeah yeah amity yeah. has such a huge servant heart she was like just put me wherever you want if i'm not teaching kids city i'll go in bright beginnings yeah which which uh might even make it possible for you or danielle to be in the night of worship on sunday night yeah um, maybe or one of you so that's super cool too yeah. um so we we've so baptisms, right? Crystal mentioned we're going to have baptisms at the final service on Sunday evening, and we've kind of um, mentioned that it's going to be a night of worship. So Sunday night, Josh, um, you know, Bryce said that Friday and Saturday are going to be um, like worship services with that are kind of like maybe have a little flavor of the night of worship. But Sunday night, uh, what's Sunday night going to be like? Uh, yes. Yeah, so... Um what what it's going to be like i think depends on what your heart is walking into it mm. um so like we'll we'll play music and hopefully we'll do a good job at that you know <laughs> and uh and so i can speak to what it um what it'll be in just the product itself but what it is beyond that goes to your heart you For know sure. what are you walking in with? what are you walking in expecting um are you expecting to encounter god are you expecting to have god move in your heart uh if so then it'll happen like it's just going to happen and it's going to be a powerful night for you if um if you're walking in just you know hoping to get what you want to get uh i don't know it's going to be whatever you whatever you make it um sure. but uh that's that's why i highly encourage you know just come come with no expectations come with the expectation of god is here god is going to move in my heart um and that's it. Just spend time worshiping him, praising him, mm. and it'll be a powerful night for you. Mm. Um, so we're going to do some songs that, that I feel like really resonate with our church. Mm. Um, do some, some new stuff, some, some quote unquote old stuff, you know, but, uh, but it's just, it, like I said, if you come in with an expectation that God is going to move and, and you're ready to just hear from him, however you're going to hear from him, I promise you're going to hear from him um, because he's always right there. He's always right there. So that's awesome. Uh, and so, like, we're, we're going to baptize people. We've been talking about that a little bit. We will communicate details about um, if you're 
feeling like God is saying, hey, this is the next step for you. Um, well, what do you do with that? And how do you prepare? So we'll get all that information out. Um, just make sure that you're coming to church. Um, and if you can't be here in person, make sure you're watching online because we'll announce it and make all the information available uh, for that as we get closer to the event. Um, and so I think baptisms are amazing, not just for the people who get baptized, but the act of baptism is what we call a means of grace. It is a way that God can communicate through what we observe. Um, he can speak to us in our minds and our hearts, like uh, ignite something inside of us as we watch somebody else commit their lives or make this proclamation through baptism. Uh, it's a powerful thing. Even even sometimes we'll have testimonies like on the screens, and sometimes we just baptize people while the, while the worship team is playing music and leading the congregation in worship. Uh, through music, and you can't even hear what's being said yeah. in the baptistry, and it's still super powerful. Hey, let me say something about that real quick, yeah. James, because some some I, I, my guess is what we'll do just with the time frame is that we won't be collecting stories and mm-hmm. baptism testimonies this time around. Um, but I want to encourage people, like if if that's something you're thinking, man, I think I think I haven't been baptized. I I want to. I want to just kind of declare that, yeah, I'm following Jesus and this is what my life, a new creation. I'd encourage people if they have social media or, or something like anything, re, just share your story on your own. You mm. know, I think that's mm-hmm. powerful too. Tonight I was baptized and mm-hmm. let me just, I'm still figuring out what all that means, but like, let me share with you what it means to me. Like, mm. here's what my mm-hmm. life was like before. Here's what my life is like since Jesus. And this is who I'm becoming, you know? And, mm-hmm. and I think, uh, that's powerful, you know, that's powerful sharing it with the people. I would say are, it's more powerful even probably. because these are people in your circle who know you totally. And mm-hmm. that's not just some guy's story or some lady's story. Yeah. That's, uh, that's my buddy's story or yeah. that's my, yeah. my friend's story. And, um, and sometimes those are the people because they might not attend church anywhere mm-hmm. who don't hear that story. Right. You know mm-hmm. what right. I mean? Yeah. So I'd encourage people to do that. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I, I love that. Um, cool. All right. So, um, we're going to have one, one other, uh, little detail that's unique to this weekend that we don't have on a regular basis. Um, is we're going to, we're going to have meals available, uh, on Friday night and Saturday night. And so, uh, we'll have a way to sign up online where you can like go to church, the church center app or jacksonhandschurch.com and there'll be a tile to click and you can say, I'm going to come for dinner on Friday and I'm going to come for dinner on Saturday and the prices are there and that just helps us know how much food to buy to prepare ahead of time so you can come early, have a meal, cross the threshold of the sanctuary and pray before the service begins and then participate in that service. No meal on Sunday night, um, but meal on Friday and Saturday. So be watching the website in the next couple of weeks for... Uh, signups for that. And um, yeah. And so then we've talked about Friday night. We've talked about Saturday night. We've talked about Sunday and Sunday morning. What are the times of the services? Yeah, And I guess it'd be good to say, what, what are the dates? <laughs> we haven't even said the dates yeah, yet. Right, right. Yeah. October 28th through the 30th. So Friday night, Saturday, um, and Sunday. And the times Friday night and Saturday night are at 6.30. And then Sunday morning, we have our normal service times at 9.30 and 11.15. And it, those will still be becoming more weekend uh, um, emphasis, right? Like so, so even though we'll have people who had not been at Friday and Saturday night, um, they'll still be a part of that weekend. And then Sunday night for the night of worship is 6.30 as well. Perfect. 
any other details that I may not be thinking of at the moment? Anything we want to make sure that we include for our listeners? You know, I would just encourage people to pray for, for Mark and for Amity, you know, um, they, it's, it's not, uh, it's not very often we bring somebody else in to, to speak to our kids or to speak to our, our adults and our teenagers, you know? And so, um, just be praying for these awesome individuals that, Mm -hmm. uh, they are excited about what God's doing in them and, and about what he, he wants to share through them. And so just, just, just pray for them, pray mm-hmm. for them to be a blessing and to really um, help us on this weekend together. Cool. That's great advice. I know Mark's already been praying for our church for sure, yeah. and praying for this weekend. I imagine Amity has as well. Definitely. Um, and so uh, that's, we should be praying for them too. And like, like Josh said, like be praying ahead for your heart, mm-hmm. like the posture that you come into this weekend with uh, just ready to receive without preconceived ideas about what it should be and just keep yourself wide open and pray for anybody else who would come or be impacted uh, by the service. Uh, One last question I just thought of Um, Josh, tell me if you, if you know for sure or not, um, are we live streaming anything for the weekend? Ooh, I don't know. I don't think we are. I think we're recording it. Um, but I don't think we're live there have streaming. There's been multiple it. conversations. Okay. <laughs> and I think the last thing we landed on was that we are live streaming, actually. Okay. Um, we've had many conversations. Okay. So to Let's be determined. just rewind that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, James. Yes, we are live streaming all of these services. Sweet. Uh, all right. Not hey, the kids' services, though. So you need yeah. to bring your kids. Yeah. Because yeah. they won't have that. And I'll say, like, there's something about being in the room. Um, I'm a huge fan of making services available online. Um, I think there's, you can still have transcendent encounters with the Holy Spirit when you're not physically in the room. However, uh, there's something about being in the room that's really powerful. So if you can be here physically, we encourage you to be here physically. Um, if you cannot, uh, for whatever reason, and we've got lots of people at our church who just can't, um, then live streams available. Cool. Hey, I was going to say one last thing. So I'm not great at building campfires. I can do it, but I'm not great at it. And especially not great at it if I just have matches and, and wood, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so so I can start a fire, uh, and it, but it might not last long. I'm curious where this is going. Yeah. So <laughs> I've seen people who use lighter fluid, mm-hmm. and they pour it, and then they light a match, and like yeah. it just sets on fire. I think these revival weekends, uh, these revival weeks that people have experienced before, not that it's emotionalism, not that it's all of this, these feelings we're trying to create, but when we carve out intentional space to meet with God in a special way, um, I really think it's like lighter fluid on our soul. Mm. You know, like I, I just think that, yeah, is, is all of life a process of becoming more? Yes. But scripture says that it happens in ever increasing glory in mm. ever increasing mm-hmm. manner. And so this is just one of those ever increasing moments, you know, mm-hmm. where I think it's lighter fluid on our, on our lives. So I feel like if Ryan was in the room, he could make that a t-shirt. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like with the lighter fluid, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm seeing it, but yeah. that's is, awesome. Is that where you thought I was going? I wasn't entirely sure. <laughs> I, saw, <laughs> I saw it right away. So if I can expand I like on it. that, uh, if I can expand on that, wait, let Josh uh, yeah. something. Oh, okay. Well, I thought, I thought, Maybe we were going to light a fire, oh, <laughs> a fire inside in the sanctuary. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, and then oh. have s'mores. And that would be really cool. 
They'll take it to the next level. Let's just sing a song that talks about fire. Hey, we can still play in the it. lyrics. We didn't start the fire. <laughs> no, not that one. Not that one. <laughs> Different song. <laughs> Billy Joel, the worship songwriter. Um, so, so to take your to take your um, fire starting image and and expand it a little bit. Like, I haven't had a lighter fluid moment. I don't think if I have, there's been very few, but what I have is more like we have two fireplaces in our house and we love to light in soon, like this month we'll start lighting fires like on Friday nights and we'll watch a movie with a fire in the fireplace and we love it. But I don't use lighter fluid in my fireplace inside. It just doesn't feel safe. So, um, what I do is we make these little these little fire starter things out of cardboard egg cartons and dryer lint and wax. And so like you, you build the fire and then you light that thing and it burns very slowly. Um, but it catches the wood pretty quickly and I get a whole fire going, um, and burning from this little tiny flame. Mm -hmm. So it starts with like the little flame still, but there's not a flash in a, in a burst of flame. Yeah, It might might look more like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so this could be a lighter fluid weekend for you. It could be a little, that's a good point. Pinterest, um, (laughs) you know, fire starter thing. And just to wrap up this conversation, crystal can start a fire with just two sticks. (laughs) (laughs) And maybe it's a two sticks kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you guys for, um, for spending time here, for talking about this weekend, for painting a picture for what this weekend will be like for all ages and just the time and energy and effort that's being invested into the weekend. It's however your fire is started. Um, that really, this could be a fantastic catalyst for that. Um, we end every podcast episode by just saying, hey, if you don't have a church home, we'd love to be that for you. And so we're located at 3905 Clinton Road, Jackson, Michigan. You can find us at jacksonschurch.com just to get information or jacksonschurch.online to stream our services. We're also on streaming on YouTube and Facebook. Uh, if you want to learn more about the Becoming More Weekend, look for information on our website, tune into our services, or just come and visit us before then. Uh, thanks again, guys, and everybody else who's listening, or everybody who's listening, you know, we'll catch you on the next episode.